If the world was ending, you'd come over, right? By Enchanted Land Coffee. Read by Red Panda. Relationship. Harry Styles, Louis Tomlinson. Additional tags. Panic attacks, angst, hurt comfort, eventual fluff, arguing, sharing a bed, access to lovers, eventual happy ending. Summary. Is Harry with you? Louis blurted out, his free hand tapping anxiously against his knee. Louis? Yeah, is Harry with you? On any other occasion, Louis knew Nile would have yelled at him for calling in the middle of the night. But Nile must have sensed the urgency in his tone, his voice immediately taking on a lighter touch. Yeah, yeah, he's been staying in his spare room. Why? Do you want me to get him for you? No, Louis panicked. Just... Check on him, please. Make sure he's breathing and everything. Chapter 1 Harry? Harry, come back to me, love. Harry, please. Louis shut up in bed, clothes drenched in sweat and heart pounding. He instinctively reached towards the other side of the bed. Harry. A weight dropped onto his chest when his hands meant nothing but sheets. Harry. Fumbling for his phone and pressing speed dial, he lifted shaky hands to his ear. He could barely make out the ringing of the phone, the sound of blood rushing overwhelming his hearing. A dial tone signaled, the weight on his chest increasing further as he ended the call. Shit, Louis muttered, scrambling to unlock his phone and open his contacts. He clicked on his most recent call and brought the phone to his ear again, his hearing slightly clearer than before. Hello? Niles voice grumbled, heavy with sleep and laced with a tinge of annoyance. Is Harry with you? Louis blurted out, his free hand tapping anxiously against his knee. Louis? Yeah, is Harry with you? On any other occasion, Louis knew Nile would have yelled at him for calling in the middle of the night. But Nile must have sensed the urgency in his tone, his voice immediately taken on a lighter touch. Yeah, yeah, he's been staying in the spare room. Why? Do you want me to get him for you? No, Louis panicked. Just check on him, please. Make sure he's breathing and everything? Of course, mate. Give me a minute. Louis anxiously waited on the other end of the phone, listening to the static noise coming from Niles' end. Lou? Louis froze for a moment before bringing his fist to his mouth to choke back a sob. The sounds on Niles' end of the phone muffled as tears streamed down Louis' face, his mobile falling to the bed as he pulled his knees into his chest. He didn't know how long he had been sitting there crying, or what the weight that was still on his chest signified. All he knew was that, somewhere in his flat, there was a banging noise, although it was muffled due to the ringing in his ears. He slipped out of bed and made his way to the bathroom, splashing cold water onto his face to make him feel more presentable. After he felt more human, he trudged to the front door, opening it without checking who it was first. Louis. Harry, what are you doing here? Louis all of a sudden became very aware of his state of undress, wrapping his arms around him as he took a good look at the other man. Harry's normally perfectly styled hair was sticking all over the place, and the bags under his eyes indicated he'd been having the same sleep issues as Louis. It looked like he'd had haphazardly thrown on some clothes, his feet covered in mismatched socks and crocs that appeared to be Niles. You disappeared from the phone call. Niles was worried, Harry replied, fidgeting with the hem of his pyjama top. Just Niall, Louis asked, a hint of hope in his voice as he stared at the floor next to Harry. You were completely fine then. How could you ask me that, Lou? 
Harry's eyes were full of hurt, and the guilt hit Louis like a punch in the gut. After all we've been through... Yeah, well, after all we've been through, I'm surprised you had my doorstep at three in the morning. No, I'm surprised you had my doorstep at all, to be honest. It was hard enough getting you here when you lived here. Louis regretted the words as soon as they had left his mouth, Harry physically recoiling as though Louis had punched him. You still don't forgive me. It wasn't even a question. The pain in Harry's eyes showed that. Louis shuffled awkwardly in his place for a moment, aware of Harry's sad gaze and the other boy's every movement. He mentally battled with himself for a moment before sighing deeply and stepping to the side. So, Louis shifted his feet. Do you want some tea? Harry stared at him and then sighed. Louis did not think this through. They had managed to avoid small talk as they walked through the hallway to Louis' kitchen. There they both stood, ignoring each other in favor of staring at the kettle. Then, after the kettle had boiled and Louis had rushed to make them some tea, they sat at the kitchen table, hands clasped around their respective mugs. The scene gave Louis a wave of nostalgia, of stolen kisses between bites of breakfast, crossword puzzles being completed whilst one of them washed up the dishes, attacking Harry with kisses whilst pressing against the counter. Louis shook his head to rid himself of the memories, focusing all his attention on the mug in front of him as he nervously tapped his fingers against it. He caught a brief movement in front of him, Harry's hand twitching forward slightly like he was holding himself back from comforting Louis. Louis offered Harry a strained smile before taking a sip of tea, mentally preparing himself for the conversation he knew was coming. Surprisingly, though, he wasn't the first one to speak. What happened? Harry's voice was quiet, Louis only catching it due to the silence of the kitchen. What do you mean? Come on, Louis. Harry sighed, reaching his hand out to wrap around Louis' hand in the mug. Louis stared down at the point of contact, Harry's hand warm and comforting against his own. You know what I mean. What happened to make you have a panic attack at 2am whilst on the phone to Nile? With his eyes still fixed on their hands, Louis squirmed slightly, unwilling to show any signs of weakness in front of the boy who broke his heart. Why would you care? Louis shot at him, deciding to build up his walls instead of letting Harry break them down. You're the one who broke up with me. You don't get to know how I'm feeling. Harry retracted his hand, Louis instantly missing the warmth it provided. They sat in uncomfortable silence for a minute or two, both of them zipping their tea and avoiding each other's gaze. What are we doing here? Louis whispered into his tea. Harry studied him for a moment, one of his feet cautiously moving to tap against Louis in a silent gesture. When there was no flinching or insults on Louis' end, Harry wrapped his ankle around Louis. The British thing by solving our problems with tea? Harry tried to joke, his attempt falling flat as Louis glared at him. He sighed deeply, running one hand through his hair as the other anxiously tapped the table. Well, we clearly have some things we need to talk about, Louis stated, finishing off his tea and placing his mug to the side. Yeah, I guess we do. Harry mimicked Louis' movements, placing his mug to the side as well. Do you want to start, or... Louis began, fidgeting with his sleeve now he didn't have a mug to occupy his hands. You go. I feel like you need this more than me. Why did you break up with me? Louis blurted out, clasping his hands in front of him. We... we were doing well. I mean, as well as can be expected given the circumstances. I just... you did love me, right? That was way more than Louis wanted to say. Of course I loved you, Lou. You were everything to me, Harry reassured him, trying to reach out again. Then why... Louis' voice broke on the last syllable as he stared resolutely at the table, 
willing himself not to cry. Normally, he could keep his emotions in check, but his dream from earlier and the boy sitting across from him made that very hard. I loved you so much that it consumed me, that it hurt to love you at points, Harry choked out. But you didn't love me enough back. Didn't love you enough back? The anguish that Louis felt quickly turned to anger as he quietly seethed. How could you say that, when barely an hour ago I woke up screaming your name because I thought you died, when I called Nile at fucking three in the morning to make sure you were still breathing, when the sound of your voice unharmed sent me into a panic attack because I nearly lost the one person in my life that I can't live without, so don't even think that I don't love you enough. By the end of this, Louis was shaking with rage, his hands clenched into fists as he stared at Harry. He pushed his chair away from the table and grabbed his mug, storming over to the sink to wash it to gain some semblance of control. Strong arms cautiously wrapped around him, his grip on the mug loosening as Harry placed a chaste kiss to Louis's shoulder. Louis fought against the urge to zag against him, to allow himself to be held like he'd wanted to be ever since they broke up, to allow himself a moment of weakness. Lou, you don't get to call me that, Louis spat, gripping the edge of the sink as Harry sighed softly, his breath hitting Louis's neck in a way that caused him to shiver slightly. You lost that privilege the moment you walked out that door. Sorry, Harry mumbled into Louis's shoulder, withdrawing his arms from Louis's waist and taking a step back. Louis took a moment to compose himself before turning around and leaning against the sink. Look, has Harry, I don't think we should do this now, he started, wrapping his arms around himself as Harry visibly deflated. I'm not saying we don't have this conversation, because we definitely need it. But it's nearly 4am, and I'm tired and I'm sure you are too. How about we just, I don't know, reconvene in the morning? He could see Harry Maldus over for a minute, bottom lip tucked between his teeth before he nodded. Should I just head home then, he mumbled, looking towards the front door. Louis knew he was going to regret his decision in the morning, but right now he wanted to be a little bit selfish. Why don't you just keep here? The bed is big enough for both of us. Chapter 2 Louis slowly blinked his eyes open, attempting to adjust to the light streaming into the room. He noticed a weight in front of him and snuggled in further, wrapping a leg around the source of warmth. Harry. His eyes fell closed once more as he took a deep breath, nuzzling into Harry's neck before his entire body froze. Harry? A flash of panic hit him as he quickly untangled himself from the sleeping boy, pushing himself to the furthest point of the bed, legs dangling off the edge. The loss of contact must have woken Harry up, because the next thing Louis knew, his name was being called in the gruff morning voice he loved so much. Lou? It took everything Louis had not to turn around and look at Harry, knowing that if he did, he'd get drawn in by the other boy's green eyes and adorable bedhead. Breakfast, he gritted out, pushing himself off the bed and walking towards the kitchen, taking measured breaths to calm down his rapidly beating heart. Lou, wait, Harry called out his plea causing Louis to freeze just in front of the door. Louis knew that tone of voice, had heard it many times when they lived together and Harry had wanted something. Harry, Louis warned, pressing his forehead to the door. A minute passed and he thought it was safe to go until strong arms wrapped around his waist and pulled him close. He resisted the urge to zack against Harry again as he got a grip on the door handle. What are we doing? Louis whispered as Harry placed his forehead on Louis's shoulder the position giving him a wave of déjà vu from that morning. I don't know, Harry whispered back, his grip loosening slightly. Louis took a moment of weakness and leaned his head back to rest against Harry's shoulder, 
bringing his free arm to wrap around Harry's neck awkwardly as he released a deep sigh. I'm going to go make us some breakfast, yeah? Why don't you pop in the shower or something? It'll be ready in a few minutes. With that, Louis slipped out of Harry's grip and quickly exited the room, not stopping in his tracks until he reached the kitchen. Too close. Harry had been way too close. If Louis had turned around or even just tilted his head slightly, Harry would have kissed him. And if Harry hadn't been the one to initiate the kiss, well, Louis was not strong enough to resist him when he was in such close proximity. Louis shook his body out slightly, attempting to shake off the feeling of nostalgia and longing as he made his way into the kitchen. Once he'd been able to clear his mind, he started gathering the ingredients from the fridge, freezing when he heard the telltale sound of the shower turning on. He listened intently for a moment before closing the fridge and leaning his head against the door. His mind transported him back to a moment spent with Harry in the shower, being pulled into heated kisses, water cascading down. Nope. Louis jerked his head back from the fridge, clenching his hands into fists as he attempted to clear his mind of that memory. Reliving moments from the past would make today ten times harder. He put himself to work making a simple breakfast, one that he and Harry had had more times than he could count. As he carried out the task, he allowed his mind to wander, well, allowed wasn't really the right word. His mind took him on a journey he didn't sign up for. A journey full of mornings just like this, one of them getting ready whilst the other prepares food. A journey where the patter of little feet joins him in the kitchen, a little boy with brown curls and bright green eyes. A journey where the love of his life walks in, their daughter in his arms as he scoops up their son as well. Louis? Harry's voice breaks him out of his trance, his hands pulling Louis away from the counter slightly. I'm not sure what the egg has done to you, but I think it's beaten enough, babe. Louis glanced to the side, instantly regretting it as Harry came into view, towel wrapped around his waist and droplets of water on his chest. He immediately looked back down at the bowl he was holding and continued to whisk the eggs, willing the blush in his cheeks to disappear. That's not a very sanitary thing to be wearing around food, Harold. Louis winced as the familiar nickname left his mouth, cursing himself as he waited for Harry's reaction. Do you have any clothes I could borrow? Harry asked, his voice seemingly unfazed as he stood half-naked in Louis' kitchen. Louis, on the other hand, was definitely not unfazed, the thought of Harry in Louis' clothes nearly sending him back down memory lane again. Um, there should be some in the drawers? You took all of your clothes when you left, so... Louis cut himself off as he finished risking the eggs, listening intently to every move Harry made as the younger boy left the kitchen. He got a few minutes to collect himself as he poured the egg mixture into a frying pan and started chopping some cheese and mushrooms for the omelette, Harry's favorite. After adding other ingredients to the pan, Louis switched the CD player on, 90s hits filling the kitchen. He became aware of Harry's presence again, the taller boy lingering in the doorway, playing with his sleeve. How about you set the table, yeah? Louis asked, feeling slightly guilty that he'd made Harry uncomfortable. Harry immediately began the task, gathering the plates from the cupboard and arranging them on the table, as Louis instinctively grabbed the cutlery and held them out. Thanks, babe, Harry replied, stepping forward to grab them as Louis impulsively leaned in and pressed a kiss to Harry's cheek. Louis pulled back quickly, staring at Harry in horror as the taller man froze. What had he just done? I'm sorry, he apologized, covering his mouth and taking a step back. I'm so sorry, it's just, you were right there and it felt like the right thing to do and, oh God. But at this point, Louis had backed himself into the corner of the kitchen, Harry still frozen in place. Has? 
Louis' voice trembled as he anxiously watched his ex for any signs of movement. Harry's name being called seemed to wake him out of his trance as he placed the cutlery down on the counter and slowly walked over to Louis. Before Louis could protest or defend himself, Harry ducked down and caught his lips in a sweet kiss. Louis instinctively wrapped his arms around Harry's neck, threading his fingers through the taller man's hair as Harry's hands found their way to his waist. They lost themselves in the kiss, Louis pulling Harry closer as Harry's hands travelled up and down Louis' back before resting on his lower spine. The proximity of Harry's hands to Louis' butt brought him back to reality. Pulling his head back slightly, he separated their lips and, reluctantly, untangled his hands from Harry's hair. He brought his hands to rest on Harry's chest instead, fingers clenching in the soft cotton of the borrowed hoodie. They took a moment to collect themselves, Harry's head falling to Louis' shoulder as Louis fell back against the hanging cupboard. When Louis felt Harry start pressing small kisses into his skin, he gently pushed him away, shaking his head slightly in the hopes that Harry would get the message. "'I'll finish off breakfast, yeah?' Harry asked after a moment of silence, turning towards the hub and leaving Louis in the corner. "'Yeah, sounds great,' Louis sighed, moving to continue setting the table. This was going to be a fun morning. Chapter 3 Breakfast was an awkward affair, the only sounds in the kitchen being the tapping of cutlery on plates and the low volume of the CD player. Unlike the night before, Harry had kept his limbs to himself, wrapping his ankles around his chair legs instead. Louis missed the security of Harry's foot pressing against his, the reminder that he was safe, that he was alive. It had become a habit of theirs ever since the accident. Whether they were sitting down or standing up, Harry made sure Louis was always aware that they were safe, either with an ankle hooked around his or a light tapping on whatever body part he could reach. Louis did the same whilst they were sleeping, Harry being more prone to nightmares than Louis was. During the night, Louis would wrap himself around the younger boy, one hand holding Harry's and the other pressed to Harry's chest, a firm reminder that Louis was there, that Harry was safe, that they both survived. Sitting at a breakfast table without that reminder felt wrong. Harry must have picked up on Louis' nerves, whether it was due to the fidgeting or the anxious tapping he had been subconsciously doing, his ankle immediately wrapping around Louis as he sent an apologetic smile his way. The atmosphere in the room calmed slightly, the heavy tension that was surrounding the two having been lifted by Harry's gesture. They stayed in a comfortable silence for a few more minutes before a familiar intro started playing. Louis froze, his eyes starting up to Harry, whose fork was frozen mid-air. When I first saw you, I saw love. And the first time you touched me, I felt love. And after all this time, you're still the one I love. Louis gulped and stared at the table as Harry slowly put his fork back on his plate. I'm sorry. Louis' voice could just be heard over the music, his gaze not wavering from the point on the table. What for? Louis scoffed slightly, finally bringing his eyes up to meet Harry. What for? For pushing you away? For refusing to let you explain your side of the story? For basically isolating myself from everyone because I was too selfish to see common sense? You were hurt, Lou, and you had every right to be. The way we, I, ended things was unacceptable, and I shouldn't have just dropped it on you like that. I'm sorry, Harry had whispered, pressing a kiss against Louis' forehead, but I can't do this anymore. You mean you shouldn't have left in the middle of the night without even saying goodbye? You didn't even give me a chance to fight for us, Harry. Louis didn't even feel angry anymore. 
He just felt defeated. I just don't understand how you could walk away so easily. You really think it was easy for me? Harry's voice was quiet but sharp, a dormant anger apparently rising in him. You think I wanted to leave like that? To run out like some coward? Then why did you? Because I didn't have a choice. Harry stood up abruptly and stormed over to the counter, leaning forward on his elbows with his head in his hands. We were killing each other, Louis, constantly arguing and falling out. It wasn't healthy anymore. You could have talked to me, Louis argued back, rising from his chair and walking over to Harry. You could have trusted me, Harry. You used to tell me everything. His voice cracked. Even before we got together, back when we were still best friends, you told me everything. I couldn't tell you this. The defeated tone in Harry's statement made Louis pause in his tracks and take in the other man. Harry was hunched over the counter, body shaking with silent sobs as his hands gripped his hair. Louis had never seen him so vulnerable, and a dull ache gripped his heart. Cautiously, Louis moved to stand behind Harry and wrapped his arms around the other man, holding him close as he rested his head against Harry's shoulder blades. It's okay, he soothed. Everything is going to be okay. Louis wasn't sure how long he'd held Harry for. The shaking had subsided, and the man's breathing had evened out somewhat. But Louis didn't want to let go just yet. The familiarity of the hug had soothed the anger that was raging in him, and he knew that, if he let go of Harry and stepped away from their bubble, the rage would reappear and he'd say some things he'd regret. Louis moved to step back when he felt Harry begin to turn around, attempting to give the younger man some space. A gentle hand on his wrist stopped him as he was pulled into a hug. It was the kind of hug that made Louis reminiscent about the old days, when Harry would try and tuck himself away from the world and burrow into Louis's neck. Since Harry had grown taller than Louis, it was harder for him to do so, and Louis knew it would stress him out even more. He carefully guided them backwards until he was sat on the chair Harry had occupied and maneuvered Harry into his lap, the boy's head immediately tucking under Louis's chin. Whatever negative emotion Louis had been feeling were put on hold. The only important thing to him at that moment was calming his boy down and making him feel safe and protected. As he sat there holding Harry, Louis became aware of two things. The first being that he couldn't let Harry leave him again without putting up a fight, and the second, the nice kitchen chairs they had purchased were definitely not designed to hold two people. Has, he whispered, gently stroking Harry's hair, please don't take this the wrong way, love, but I think it'd be best if we move to a slightly more comfortable surface. I'm not sure these kitchen chairs were designed for snuggling. Harry made a sound of protest and gripped onto Louis tighter, causing Louis to sigh and shake his head fondly. What am I going to do with you, eh? he commented, moving Harry round slightly so the man's legs were bracketing his thighs before he slowly stood up, lifting Harry with him. Up we go. It was a short walk to the living room, Louis pausing every so often to make sure he wouldn't drop Harry. He lowered them down onto the sofa, stretching his legs out so Harry could fit comfortably on his chest, Louis' hands cutting through his hair. Lou... Harry called gently, his voice hoarse from crying. Yeah, love? We're still going to talk, right? We still need to talk. Harry's voice was small, and Louis's heart broke a little for him. Of course, love, Louis reassured him, sighing deeply as he stared at the ceiling. Let's just wait until we've both calmed down, okay? Why don't you try having a nap or something? I'm not sleepy, Harry mumbled, eyes falling shut as Louis continued playing with his curls. Sweet dreams, love, Louis whispered, pressing a kiss to Harry's forehead before letting his own eyes close. 
He knew there was no possibility of him falling asleep, not with Harry in such a vulnerable position, but he was going to try anyway. Who knew? Maybe a bit of shut-eye would do him some good. Chapter 4 A banging on the door startled Louis awake, his head jolting up from the awkward position on the sofa. He became all too aware of a familiar weight on his chest as he tried to maneuver his way out from under Harry. Has? Has a? he whispered. I've got to get to the door, love. Okay, Harry groaned as he sat up and rubbed his eyes, suppressing a yawn. I'm gonna pop to the loo. I'll see who's at the door, Louis stated as Harry stumbled towards the bathroom. He took a moment to collect himself before heading towards the front door. All right, all right. Throwing open the door, he was met with the sight of a frantic Nile. Where is he? Where's Harry? In a loo. Why? Louis answered, taking it back by the almost frantic man on his doorstep. Is he alive? Yes, he's alive. What the fuck's going on? Phew. Nile leaned against the doorframe, a relieved look on his face. When I didn't hear from either of you, I thought you'd killed each other. So glad you have faith in us, Nile. Come on, Tamo. You know I love you. Niall teased, attempting to pull Louis in for a hug. Louis quickly dodged the man's effort and instead walked back onto the living room, not checking if his friend was following him. Harry should be out in a minute. I think you startled him by attacking my door. What were you guys doing anyway? the blonde asked, plopping himself down on the sofa as Louis leaned against the opposite wall. We were sleeping. Sleeping. Both of you. Yes, Nyla, we were both sleeping. Together? The look on Niall's face was a mix between hopeful and disgusted. Not like that, you perv. We were both sleeping fully clothed, and quite peacefully, may I add, until you came banging on the door at arse o'clock in the morning. Arse o'clock in the morning? Lou, have you checked the time recently? Niall asked, staring at his friend worried. It's ten or something, right? Louis answered, stretching his arms above his head, oblivious to the worry on his friend's face. Lou, it's five p.m., Harry's been here for over twelve hours now. What have you two been doing besides sleeping? Louis gulped harshly and averted his gaze from the Irishman. We, um, we spoke a bit. There may have been some yelling and some ki- He cut himself off abruptly and stared at the floor, internally cursing himself for slipping. Louis Tomlinson, you sly bastard. I thought nothing happened. Nothing did happen. It was just one kiss, Louis protested weakly the statement sounding weak to his own ears. Mate, I've lived with you and has for a while. It's never just one kiss with you two, especially if there's tension between you. Fine, Louis groaned, rolling his eyes as he stared at the ceiling in frustration. You're a real pain in me ass, you know that. Yes, I do. Now, get talking. It's not that big of a deal, Niall. We almost kissed last night and we did kiss this morning. But nothing else happened. We just got too caught up in the moment, that's all. Nye looked at him unimpressed. How caught up in the moment? There may have been a small amount of butt touching on his side, but I ended it as soon as it happened. Wait, who touched whose butt? He touched my butt, Nile. Oh, did it feel nice? Nile was saved from another cushion attack when there were more knocks on Louis' front door. Louis turned to level his friend with a glare. That better not be who I think it is. Surprise reunion time? Niles squeaked, pillow hitting him in the face as Louis yelled out, It's open! The front door swung open and closed, 
Zayn and Liam appearing in the doorway with confused expressions on their faces. Where's Hess? Liam asked, causing Louis to groan loudly. He's in the bathroom. No, I haven't killed him. No, he's not hiding. I'm pretty sure he's just peeing. We just lost track of time sleeping, and only sleeping, Malik. I've told Niall all of this already. You conveniently forgot to mention the kissing part, mate. Kissing? Cheers, Nyla, Louis scoffed as Nile hugged the pillows close to his chest, preventing Louis from attacking him again. When and why was there kissing? Liam asked, crossing his arms and raising an eyebrow at Louis. Last I remember, you and Harry couldn't be in the same room as each other without someone or something breaking. Well, we've both become mature adults since then, Pano, Louis says, sighing at the unamused look Liam sent his way. We've talked, okay? Not about everything, but we've talked. He's good, I'm good. There will be no more breaking of people or objects in the immediate future, okay? At least not on my part. Liam looked at Louis for a minute, almost like he was analyzing him, making Louis want to either curl up in a ball or attack. Thankfully, Harry chose that moment to exit the bathroom, directing the newcomer's focus onto him and giving Louis a slight reprieve from all the attention. Harry! Niall bellowed, flinging himself off the sofa and at Harry, causing him to stumble back slightly. Niall, Harry greeted, his voice muffled by the Irishman's hair. When he managed to untangle himself from his friend, he turned slightly to face the rest of the room. Zane, Liam, nice to see you again. Were you expecting company? he asked Louis, looking at him confused and slightly hurt. The gang here were concerned for your well-being, so decided to pay me an impromptu visit, Louis answered through gritted teeth, annoyed at whatever Harry was implying. Yeah, we were worried Tommy here had killed you or something, Niall joked, missing the tension in the air. Zane, however, did not. Right, lads, he announced to the room. It's time for Mission Larry Silenson. Liam and Niall sprung into action immediately, Niall grabbing Harry's arm as Liam scooped Louis up in his arms. They both headed towards Louis' bathroom, ignoring the protests from the hostages as they deposited them in the room and quickly shut the door behind them, locking it for extra measures. What the fuck, guys? Louis yelled, banging on the door. Let us out now. No can do, Tomo. This has gone on long enough. Niall, this isn't funny, mate, Harry called, watching Louis warily. Oh, I find it pretty fucking hilarious, Harold. Nyla, let us out or I swear to God I'm gonna fucking kill you, Louis threatened. Can't do that from in there, mate. I can very well try. Nile, I'd seriously reconsider this. Louis looks pissed. Of course I'm pissed, Harry. They're acting like we're back in high school and they're trying to get me back with my fucking ex. Harry outwardly flinched at that, swallowing deeply before he retreated to the corner and sunk down against the wall. Has... I'm sorry it's hard for you to be locked in somewhere with your ex, Harry sped out, staring at the wall in front of him. I'm sure they'll realize this was a mistake and let us out soon enough. Louis let out a sigh and cautiously walked towards Harry, stopping about three feet away from him. He gestured to the space next to him. Can I sit? It's your bathroom. Louis lowered himself to the floor and rested his head against the wall, closing his eyes to prepare himself for what he was about to say. Before he could get the words out, though, Harry spoke up. I didn't want to break us up, you know. I didn't want to end up being the ex you avoided, the ex you'd have to be locked in a bathroom with so you talk to them. But I was drowning, Lou. I was drowning, and I couldn't see a way back. 
I would have helped you, Hess. If you'd just told me what was happening, I'd have helped. Louis' voice was close to breaking as he shuffled closer to Harry. But you were drowning too. I could sense it every time you came home. Every time you got an email about work or another bill came through, I couldn't drag you down even further. Louis moved into a kneeling position and cupped Harry's face gently. But we were, are, a team. It's you and me against the world. Louis was tearing up now, the Harry in his vision becoming more and more blurry. The dream team, remember? That means we share things with each other, no matter what, okay? Even if you feel like it'll sink me, at least we'll sing together. Sharing is caring and charity starts at home, Harry finished with a small smile, tears running down his cheeks. Louis wiped at Harry's cheeks with his thumbs, smiling softly at him. Charity starts at home, Louis affirmed, before he was pushed back and his lap was full of Harry. He maneuvered them so his legs were flat on the floor and Harry was straddling his lap. The rolls were switched as Harry cupped Louis' face, wiping the residual tears away before he leaned down to kiss him. A hand on his chest stopped him. As much as I would love to kiss you right now, I do need to tell you something, Louis started, wincing at the offended look on Harry's face. The day of the accident was the scariest day of my life. I could have lost you, Hess, and it haunts me so much. Not just the accident, but how we were after the accident. We became so dependent and so reliant on each other that we lost who we were as people, and I think that one of the reasons I started pushing you away at the end is because I was terrified. I was terrified of how much I needed you, how much I relied on you, how much I loved you. I was worried that something would take you away from me again and I wouldn't be able to cope. And when you left, I didn't cope. I pushed everyone away, I isolated myself and I lost the most important thing to me. And if we do this again, which I really hope we will, we can't go back to that again. We need to be Harry and Louis whilst also being able to be Harry and Louis on their own. Harry sat back on his haunches and contemplated this for a moment, chewing his bottom lip in thought. I get where you're coming from. My only issue is that I don't want us to be too invested in being Harry and Louis that we forget to be Harry and Louis. Yes, we will need to take time to be ourselves, but I don't want that to be our sole focus. I want to be able to cuddle you and spend time with you and just be with you along with being myself. I love you, Lou. I love you too, Heather, Louis whispered, pulling the boy in for a tender kiss. Aww, a voice cooed from outside the bathroom, causing them to break apart and turn to face the door. We love you as well, Nyla, Harry called, chuckling at the happy noise from the man. I'd leave if I were you, though, Louis advised, smirking at Harry. You probably won't want to be here for us showing how much we love each other. There was a thudding of footsteps, and a yelled, Be safe and use protection, before the front door slammed shut. They chuckled at their friend's antics before Louis caressed Harry's cheek. Harry Styles, will you do me the honor of being my boyfriend again? The look on Harry's face could only be described as pure joy. I would love to, the younger boy breathed. His last word cut off with an oomph as Louis pulled him in for a kiss. The end. That was If the World Was Ending You'd Come Over, Right? By Enchanted Land Coffee. Read by Red Panda.